Good evening, true believers, and welcome back to another frightening episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off the Reels, the internet's number one podcast on public. I don't know. Highlight that shit in like bold. Good evening, true believers, and welcome back to another frightening episode of the Not Funny Guys Presents Off The Reels, the internet's number one podcast on haunted public libraries. This week, we will recommend ones with selections on the occult, monsters, and vampires. This is episode 81, ah, ah, ah. And tonight, we are thrilled to scare our captive internet audience with the tangentially related tale of the Sony MCU movies of Venom, Venom Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius. These horrific cinematic spooktacular films will lead us properly into the terrifyingest night of the year, Halloween. We are your favorite ghouls, the not funny guys, and I am your ghost host, Casey, the Wolfman Franklin, and I'm joined by my two fiendish hinch hosts, the other members of the Not Funny Guys, Dr. John the Count Evans and Eric the Phantom Linebarge. Now that we've sent chills down your spines, we'd like to remind you that if it doesn't have Not Funny Guys on the tombstone, then this is not our gravesite. Gentlemen, hello. You had a lot of effort in that one, huh? <laughs> I did Any questions? Of... <laughs> it was so long and slow that I literally got to tune out and get some doors in the office. <laughs> that took me All right, two folks, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky season. I had to do something fun. I had to do something fun. The only thing spooky was that accent. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I couldn't help but think about a midsummer episode where there's a guy doing a bad Dracula accent, and I had to not hold back from not laughing at that. I was trying, that's what I was going for. I mean, not for okay. midsummer, but I was going for that type yeah, yeah. of um, thing. Uh, happy Halloween, that? folks. What are you passing out? Happy Halloween. Oh, what am I passing out? Flame hot Cheetos to all the children. What? What? <laughs> One yeah, Cheeto per child? What is this? <laughs> One Cheeto. You're in. You're no. You're in Lynn now. I'm he's gonna, say no, no. He's going to go back to Salem. Salem and be one of those little We're annoying guys who stole the shoes in the graveyard from. Oh, so uh, you don't give Focus. out candy? You go to Salem instead? We're going to go to Salem. Yeah. We wow. haven't the what last a, since we've been here because we have the camera. <laughs> no one's ever come to our house because oh, everyone that. goes into Salem. So sure. we'll just go in and trick or treat in Salem, and then walk around downtown. What did what did you pass out? Didn't you do a trunk or treat? I just I just learned about that like two days ago. Before you said you that, you didn't know what that was. No, I don't I'm, have kids. We didn't pass anything. <laughs> I'm out. the free life. <laughs> the 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 daycare did the, did the passing out. We went oh, okay. and and just partook. So you're, and 
So you're just tricking. You're no treating. That's right. Well, Fitz, he uh, he as it he just got this concept last year, and he started this trick or treat season. Mm. He takes one, daintily takes one piece of candy from the bucket. And they're like, you can take more. And he just takes the one. Mm. Sometimes he would try to offer one in exchange for one. <laughs> I will happily give you money on Tuesday yeah. for a candy today. <laughs> and then when we got through the circle, the um, preschool owner was like, hey, I just, I, we got a lot of candy and a ton of kids didn't show up. Please go around as many times as you want. Get as much candy as you want. Mm. So then on the next passes, he figured out oh, I can take more than one thing. And there was one that had dum-dums and he just went and he just picked all the dum-dums out and just had a handful of dum-dums. It's funny how quick Not kids can hard to manipulate. Huh? It's yeah. great. <laughs> so anyway, happy Halloween. Jonathan. Well, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, John, what are you passing out? I'm doing, I have I'm no doing idea. Rice Whenever Krispies, my wife bought, we, we're doing a whole family thing where we're all going as uh, characters from Alice in Wonderland at the behest of my wife. So we're doing a whole family thing. I wanted nice. to do a family thing, but because of the year that we've had and the fact that we're about to go on vacation, mm. um, oh, my yeah. wife did not want to spend the money to do. But oh, Fitz my wife bought actually... these costume stuff like six months ago. Oh, Fitz so. picked out his. He wanted he wanted us to be the three hitchhiking ghosts from Haunted Mansion. Is what he wanted us to be, and he wanted to be the Horned King from Black Cauldron. By the way, <laughs> I think I watched, but. Haunted Mansion next uh, tomorrow. You should. You should. So, Eric, what are you giving out? I'm doing Rice Krispie treats. You can get a box what? of 60 for like half the price of a. Are they, a I assume they're all candy. individually wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, little tiny, okay. Little tiny squares no, no, individually no, no. wrapped. He hand makes these and cuts them <laughs> himself. That's why I was afraid he was going to. And I use my butter out. for it. <laughs> and he makes sure to throw some fake blood in there so they don't know whether he cut his fingers off. He wears bandages. <laughs> he doesn't have kids. So I was ex- I was like afraid that he might actually go like and make them thinking this is an extra treat. And then. The parents are like, no, not. I have, extra I have a little common sense, just oh, a yeah. little. <laughs> I actually, trick- it kind of works out with the Rice Krispies. Rachel was kind of proud of it because it's like, oh yeah, it's not going to be like nut free because I originally just picked up a bunch of Butterfingers. Because <laughs> 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 like, if I'm going to have leftovers, I want something I want, you know. But I tell my busy. wife would despise you for that. She hates Butterfingers. She thinks it's the worst candy ever. Well, she's wrong. So Butterfingers are great. <laughs> my aunt, okay. Speaking of speaking of Halloween, she better not lay a finger on my Butterfinger. That's fine, Bart. Spe- speaking of Halloween, my aunt. It's, it's hard to double check in my head. And my aunt, back in the day, no, sorry, my mom's aunt, back in the day, um, told me when I was a kid that there was someone who got a Butterfinger for Halloween, and they bit into it, and there was a worm in it. And so whenever I eat a Butterfinger, I always remember that story. It doesn't stop me from eating the Butterfinger. <laughs> no, I'm going to remember that I always story. remember the story. <laughs> I watched the movie Trick or Treat today, and um, that is a messed up Halloween movie. And it tells it teaches you lessons about not eating candy from strangers. <laughs> I don't All really right. like Halloween. So Eric, um, you were over in um the land of the Germans. Yeah. Um, what was going on Halloween Halloween's over there since you were there in that spooky season? Um, not a lot. I mean, so there were definitely some nods to Halloween, but it was kind of like a few people like had pumpkin-y like headbands or you know, sweaters or whatever like that. Nothing I mean, that said I'm not over there 
you know, the weekend right before, right. you know, I flew out the Friday of that, of Halloween weekend, basically. Um, but nothing really seemed to be gearing up either. So I don't think they celebrate it quite as heavily. They were already actually um, in Amsterdam, which was the last city we were in. Mm-hmm. Um, they were already had some Christmas decorations up. So, now, so now they, were, they were moving a, as, as, a, as the great Bill country. Belichick would say, they were on to Christmas. Now, did did you, <laughs> did, as an American, did you bring the joy of pumpkin spice to them? Was there pumpkin spice like Starbucks or anything when you were over there? Okay, so this is kind of weird. We did not go because out of principle, but Dunkin' Donuts seemed to be pretty popular in Amsterdam. Really? Don't go at go figure because huh. all of the coffee we had from all of the worst places we could have had them even like hotel coffee yeah wow, way better than most of the shit I get in America well, especially yes. from Dunkin so like and like that was like machine press a button I get a cappuccino like and I, I'm not trying to say that as snobby it really was just really good tasting shit I would have tried I would have tried a Dunkin oh, good just tasting to- shit and that's what I think about coffee all the time right I would I would have you know, tried. Like, I would have tried a donkey just to see if it was better over there than it is over here. We almost, we should have, we should have. I, I do have a slight regret, but I also, I didn't do McDonald's. Um, I didn't do any of those things. Um, I didn't, I didn't do McDonald's. French fries. I, I ate was... a ton of fucking fries. I ate a ton of bread. I ate a ton of cheese. Mayo. There's mayo. Oh, fuck yeah. Go to an fuck American yeah. restaurant and. Oh, best form. fries were, um, best fries we decided was at a place called Fable Fries. Um, nice. and I got a, we, we split them. So she had like truffle Parmesan. That was delicious. Uh, so the best truffle mayonnaise. And then I had, um, peanut satay sauce, mayonnaise and a white onion. And it was fucking incredible. Huh. All right. So I mean, here's the question that's on John's mind. It's burning in his brain. Where was the best beer? It's not what be in my brain. I mean, but yeah, in general, Munich, I would say had the, they did good. The <laughs> like answer. that is the correct answer. Folks. Yeah, I mean, this way. You did you do the full? Did you do the full Stein? Definitely. Uh, went to Hofbräu House a couple times. Uh, they have one over there that doesn't get imported over here. I forget the story behind why. Um, but it, I think it's like Augustiner. Like it looks like Augustine with an R at the end. Nice. Um, and we went to their beer hall, and it was basically the same sort of idea as uh the Hofbräu house you know which is the famous like 13,000 seat place mm-hmm. um this one was not 13,000 seats but it was big right. um but yeah they both the, i would say the thing that i was surprised the most by cuz i don't typically like wheat beers but yeah. all the wheat beers over there were fucking incredible but just generic weiss not generic the, you know the brewery's weiss beer um each beer garden is typically dedicated to just one beer maybe two uh-huh. um and so it was kind of neat to have to kind of go around to try different beers, almost nice. like a brewery tour. But, you know, you only get like one or two different types by by brewery. A lot of times it's usually a, a lager, a dark beer and then a, a wheat beer. Nice. And they were good. Just generally. Yeah. I do have one more question for you about Germany. But first, John, did sure. you do anything exciting um, in this time that he was gone? Um, I went to the South Carolina State Fair. It. Did you ride the, the rides? What was the best yeah. fair food you ate? Oh, I did try some interesting uh, fries, um, had corn on the cob. It was pretty good and had a donut burger. Ooh, and you lived to tell the tale. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would do that again. That was pretty much like, that was like a, that's not something you want to regularly ingest. What was, um? what was your interesting fries? 
Oh, I had these ones that were um let's see, they were they were well they were well seasoned. I don't know what season they used. They had cheese, mm-hmm. bacon, and some uh parmesan. So good stuff. Sounds delicious. Yeah. All right, America, way to go. I'm um <laughs> my adventure is next week when I go to the island that Ooh. Treasure Island was based on. That's the lie they tell him to get him there. Yep. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to go. I will tell you all That's about it. That's the lie that back. made it cost an extra thousand dollars. <laughs> no, that was waiting a week too long. Per to person. Get <laughs> um, all right. So I'm going to ask Eric one last question about Germany, and it's right. a downer of a question. Oh. But I'm just curious about how this went over there since you were in another country when this happened. Did Was there any thoughts or tales of, man, America's nuts with gun violence? After the main shooting, um, was it even in the news over there? Yeah, it was, and it it so mostly I saw BBC International or CNN were the options, so I tended to lean towards BBC International, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's not one I usually see around here. Or, you know, if it is, it's hidden well. Mm-hmm. Um, so nonetheless, that's mostly what I was watching, and obviously the majority of kind of the airtime was dedicated to. The various breaking news or kind right. of updates around uh, the Middle Israel. East with yep. with Israel and Hamas makes sense. Um, but they did briefly do kind of a cutaway for Lewis. Obviously, it was breaking news at first, um, and one of the things that I saw was they essentially had an explainer to the European community about why this happens in america and it wasn't like a bias thing i mean i'm sure people would paint it that way no it's a but foreign it, concept it, to them yeah it really and it yeah. really kind of explained it that way like oh you know despite efforts there are these things that keep it in place and these groups have voted to continue it and so they you know and like it really did kind of break it down not in a way of like because it's the right or because it's wrong right it really was just like this is why they do this and this is why it keeps happening right and it and it again not a, as a shame on them it's just right. like here's the facts here's what happens when you have these things right all right i've always wondered it was, what's like like it was kind of like depressing and like crazy I opening at the same time so cuz it was just such a truthful take on it but at the same yeah. time yeah i i don't know maybe i'm biased towards whatever they were selling so maybe there was a bias there but like um, it just felt so different from how you'd see the coverage over here. And obviously I tuned to CNN at one point. It was very different. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it was just interesting to see them kind of covered as if, oh, this new story in that country over there, this thing keeps happening. So this is why we keep talking about it. Yeah. Right. This is why we keep having this breaking news because these things keep, you know, keep it in, in, in the eye. It was weird. It was just weird. Yeah. That, that definitely sounds weird. It was weird over here. Cause I'm, I'm two hours away. From mm-hmm. where that was, yeah. and people were definitely talking about it. I know some people who were afraid to go trick or treating mm-hmm. um, in the Salem area because of it until the um, outcome had happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was definitely a very surreal moment up here. It's the closest it's ever um, gotten to me. Um, any of this. So, all right, let's do some other news that you might have missed Ooh, while fun. you were out. Um, let's stay on the depressing side for a minute, and then we'll go to the weird side. Thing. Wait, no, so didn't that, no. you? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just to just to not not to hark on it, but didn't you have Beverly like shut down at some point, like go into a lockdown? Like, um, a, like yeah, but that was a tiny thing, and ended up being not an actual shooting. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so um, here's some of the the <laughs> depressing news that happened while you were gone. <laughs> 
Um, Richard Roundtree, Shaft, passed away while you were gone. Um, that was a sad one. That one actually, um, that one hit me because I like I like the Shaft movies. He was so, a bad mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, so um, that was a sad one. Um, another one that hit me really hard. Um, Richard Mole. Um, Bull from Night Court, also Two Face in Batman the animated series, passed away. Um, I think he was eighty-one when he passed away. Um, he's a really tall guy, um, and you never hear anything bad about him. So he unfortunately passed away. And then the one most recently, I think you were probably back in America when this one happened. Yep. Um, Matthew Perry passed away. Um, determined our cause still to be determined. Um. But TMZ doing what TMZ does broke the news early before people were properly notified, and you know bad things happen. Oh wait, TMZ what happened? I don't, I don't know what happened there. They they basically they pay off cops and hospital staff, and as soon as they got the word that he died, they immediately release it on the internet. But his full family and friends hadn't been notified, so most oh, people found shit. out via social media. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So yeah. Welcome to the no. modern age. Yeah. As I, or as I like to say, fuck TMZ. Yeah, they're never going to sponsor them. us, so fuck TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the three. Those are the three. They always say it happens in threes. And Richard Roundtree was on October twenty fourth, and um, it was it was quick. That was um, that's some childhood right there. I never there's watched a, Friends, but there's um, also um, the the murder. Really, did you hear about this one of? Of Will Smith's integrity with uh oh. with Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Dude, don't even be started on that story. That is just like the worst. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's that's so explains that's why so his kids always give funny. photos like they're dead inside. I'm like, yeah, because you're living a lie. I think I heard someone say, like, oh, it's a kink. <laughs> like Will Smith just wants this, you know. You know, you know what else is a, is a is living a lie and a kink. Mm-hmm. Aquaman was delayed. <laughs> what? Two days. Uh, two days. <laughs> Water <laughs> Brothers <laughs> is like Water Brothers is like Zaslav is like we know that you think we're going to delay this because of the strike. You know you're thinking it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to delay it. Just two days though. We're just gonna we're gonna give you what you want, and still get it out this year. Did you hear the rumor that? The only reason why uh, Amber Heard wasn't completely cut is apparently Elon Musk threatened to sue. Yeah, I've heard that, but there's a bit enough uh, substantiated information. On I know. One, I just thought yeah. that was like the dumbest thing ever. I'm like, of course he would. Considering I'm... that he's going to put, there's a parody of him in one of our films this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, um, Eric, you might be surprised. No, the SAG is still on strike. I, I, I actually did know that, I think, technically. Yeah. They are still I mean, just because I knew that nothing had happened. I guess yeah. really. There had been fun. reports that the studios basically gave them one week and said, "If you don't, we don't end this strike in one week. We're just not going to talk to you again until next year, and we're going to start canceling TV shows." Oh shit! It's, and so uh, SAG didn't. And what did SAG well. say? Yeah, they just didn't take it very well. Who would have guessed? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a great SAG joke though on SNL this week. If you haven't uh, watched it, it's actually a really good one. Oh, I haven't seen that one because they. <laughs> Trying to catch up on stuff. SAG did do a um, you cannot dress up as popular IPs that we are boycotting. And so everyone's like, but then what do we dress as? 
<laughs> and there's one it's like you Always can Bob be Bob Iger. They're like, here's one you can be. You can be Wolverine, but just drop the claws. Then you're any gay man over 50. (laughs) (laughs) And it it made me laugh very hard. Um, All right. Now for the the other news story, um, the last one of the day. Um, The Marvels is apparently not doing well in Mm pre-sales. And people are trying to figure out why it's not doing well in Um, pre-sales. It has a female-led cast and idiots. And it's not just female... I've seen a decent bit of it, but yeah. there's not as much as you would see normally because the, the actors can't promote it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's a female plus, you know, it's um, ethnically diverse cast. It's also a big part of it. A lot okay. of people are just trying to say it's because phase four sucks. And I'm like, phase four is fine. Phase four is really good. I think, I think phase though, there has over. been a, I think there has been a general cooling of audiences though, if you will, since um, in game in general. But I think like, that's COVID the height related. Of it. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I think because but I don't theaters... think Marvels earned them back. That's the thing. Well, what I was gonna say is where I say I think it's COVID related. I think it's because the movie theater piece. Because I've been going back to movies for a while now, and I have not been to a. I've gone to big movies, and nothing has been sold out since. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's kind of selling out is like the Taylor Swift movie, but nothing, and that's just Teen Girls. Um, I, I haven't see seen. <laughs> I do too. I want to see it, but I can't go by myself because that would be awkward. Um, yeah, I've got to wait until like the end of the run. You know, I'm trying to get someone to go with me so I can um, see it. But um, none of the His big movies. Won't. No, she won't. She hates Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> none of the big movies have been selling out. Like I've been to several big movies, and it's like half audiences. So, I think that's a big piece of it. I think people are like. Why would I go? Inflation's high. It costs a lot to go to the movie theater, and I know it's going to be on Disney Plus in three months. I'll just wait. And then I go, John, just go see the movie. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> All right. Well, I will drag you into our question. Hey! We, we have one question this week that oh. came in from a fan of the show. Yay. Let me pull up her uh, question real fast. And you too can write in like our fan did at notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com and you can ask us a question. So this question comes from Laurel, Maryland, and it is from fan of the show Marsha. And Marsha says, It's spooky season. What's your favorite spooky movie? So, Eric, I'm going to let you go first. What's your favorite spooky movie? Oh, I don't know. Um, All right, John, what's your favorite spooky movie? <laughs> Event Horizon. Oh, I fucking hate you, you fucking bastard. I know, I'm stealing that one on purpose. You stole that one from me. I love that movie. I just watched it um, in 4K. It is so gorgeous in 4K. All right, Eric, what's your favorite spooky movie? All right, I think this one actually kind of left an impression with me. It was The Ring. Like, I don't know that it's, like, it's my favorite in terms of it actually got to me. Also, like, Blair Witch was one that, like, stuck with me, but it was kind of, like, knowing what I know now and stuff like that, especially maybe in the moment as they were kind of, both of those were that sort of genre where it tried to, like, is it real? Um, Found footage. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, like, in the moment, it was like, oh, that's really creepy for that reason. But now knowing what I know, I'm like, oh, it's really cool, you know, otherwise. I just watched the um the you, new you sequel. You John. What was that? <laughs> no, it's just me stretching. <laughs> no, there was like a weird thought bubble ahead. Your head. 
I just watched the uh, the new um, sequel to well, not new. It's like a couple of years old, but they did a sequel to Blair Witch, and it's called the Blair yeah. Witch Project. Uh, well, they actually, did. I think that it's just called Blair second. Witch. That would be no, the there's second. there's Blair Witch, the then there's Blair Witch Two: Book of Shadows, and then That's there's it. Blair Witch. I think that's the new one. Um, and it's all about finding the the sister. Um, I was going to say Event Horizon. That is one of my favorite scary movies of all time. But someone stole that from me. So I will say one that I watch every year. Um, and I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Um, I'm actually going to watch two movies tomorrow. Um, American Werewolf in London. I really love American Werewolf in London. It's a great movie. Um, it's fun. And it makes me laugh. Um, I'm also going to watch Halloween tomorrow. Because I think Halloween's one of the, the best movies out there. Um, it's shot perfectly and it's very suspenseful. So that's what I think. Those are my spooky, spooky, um, spooky movies. I do, I do like Psycho a lot. Like that is really creepy. Psycho is creepy. Psycho is creepy. Like the, some... the original Alfred Hitchcock one. Not right. The, I, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Then <laughs> I was gonna. You had said when you're talking about uh, Blair Witch. That I was gonna make a comment, but I don't remember what it was now. So that's uh, all right. That's all right. We'll save it for another day. But spooky time is spooky time is uh is on us. So yeah. thank you, Marsha from Laurel. We appreciate it. Um, so if you would like to write in and ask us a question or comments or anything, not funny guys off the reels at gmail.com and you can ask us your questions. So now <clears throat> all that said, let us start to get to everyone's favorite topics Final the movies. Countdown. Final countdown. All right, so in 2018, a director by the name of Ruben Flesher, who directed Zombieland, um, directed a movie written by Jeff Pinker, Scott Rosenberg, and Kelly Marcel, with the composer Ludwig Goranson, who did the music to Black Panther, I want to add. <laughs> that really good music. Decided to do a movie with Tom Hardy <laughs> as Venom. Michelle Williams as Annie, oh, Liz Ahmed as uh, Drake. Oh, uh, something. Uh, some uh, my autocorrect. Um, Eric, look up Drake's um, the actor who played Drake real fast for me because my autocorrect um, messed it up. Um, Jenny Slate plays oh Doctor Skirth 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 Skirth. Um, Woody Harrelson in a very strange wig playing Cletus Cassidy for four seconds of the movie. Peggy Lou as Miss Chen and Stan Lee as Dog Walker. Riz Ahmed as Thank Drake. You. Thank you. What was the first name? Riz. R-I-Z. Riz. Riz Ahmed as Drake. I uh, just wanted to make sure I got that right. Thank you. Um, they all did a Venom movie. And um, Eric, I know you were familiar with Venom, <laughs> but I mean, this is, this is what Venom looked like in the comic books. Mm-hmm. Kind of what we got. A little bit. We got a little bit messier sloppier version yeah i want the spot i just want the spider just give me the damn spider and i'll be happy um this is riot he is an actual character this is what drake becomes i figured he would be because and if you want to know this is Anne. this is she venom she did exist in the comic books nice so um it, the fact that they went there in the movie is very weird all right Woo, Maybe it was movie. a quick little throw out. Like they've they they covered a lot of ground or they tried to at least. Yeah. They they do they do try. Um 
kudos to Marvel, Marvel, like having the balls to let them use your logo. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, this movie just starts off in space, the the not so final frontier. And yeah, that's what I wrote. I wrote space. <laughs> yeah. Dot dot dot. The final frontier. <laughs> it's okay. So, is this movie his origin? Not even well, okay, semi close. No. It does come from space, but yeah. it came in Secret Wars. This is closer to what the animated series did. In the animated series, John Jameson was coming back with a rock called Prometheum X, and the symbiote was in the rock, got on John Jameson's spaceship, crashes, Spider Man gets it on him. That's how it happened. In this, John uh, James, or no, John, they do call him John. John um, is an astronaut with his crew. They get something, come to Earth, and it crashes, and the symbiote's there. That's they about do, the closest we get. They do kind of cover this all the way back in Spider-Man 3, right? You know, If we go back to our... our well, Spider-Man there. 3, it's just like an, a meteor hits the ground. Oh, uh, but, yeah. but they had all the, they had all the parts in place. It just never equaled yeah. the sum. Yeah. So this is kind of the closest. Now, this isn't how Eddie Brock would get the costume... Um, the animated series actually had that correct Mm -hmm. um but yeah um so eddie 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 he's a douche (laughs) yeah i get why annie leaves him oh yeah checking the email like that fuck him like he should have known better Mm -hmm. but like he's kind of a nerd it i you know going off a little bit this is like maybe the the nerdiest and kind of most I, I don't know if I want to say normal, but like small maybe version of Tom Hardy I've seen maybe ever on screen. Like he's usually kind of a confident a or you know, he's kind of usually a badass of some sort. And this time, like he he was whiny. kind of the loser. Yeah, I mean he he is kind of a whiny loser. By yeah. the way, did anybody notice that East Malaysia looks a lot like East New Jersey? Yeah, I <laughs> and I bet you they filmed it in East Vancouver. Probably. <laughs> Man, time does, does not matter. Not they can like travel Malaysia across guys. the country in split seconds in yeah. this movie. Yes, they can. <laughs> like, they walk out a door in New York and into a room in, in San Francisco somehow. <laughs> yeah, just like in Transformers 2, right out the back of the Smithsonian is a desert airfield. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to, because we're going to, we're going to, I'm sure we're going to trash talk this movie a little bit. Hmm. I want to point out some of the things that I do like. Oh, I do like Michelle Williams. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, uh, because it's Michelle Williams. Like, that's they, right. That's right. Did, how they get these actors, honestly, with this script, I would like to know that as well. Um, Even I, will, I want to say that the symbiote, the symbiote, is a decent effect. True. Yeah. I want to, like I said, I want to throw out the positives where I can. I don't want to just crap on a movie but i don't uh, think the venom was that bad in spider-man 3 either you know it's not like this is the first time they finally had a good looking venom at least oh no i'm not i'm not saying that this is okay, the best yeah. of it i'm just saying like they did they at least they, made they did it well. comparable so yeah, okay yeah um all right so eddie yeah so eddie gets her fired because because of course douche what a douche um carlton drake we cut to uh Six months later, I'm sorry, and we find out that what? No, I'm sorry, I say Carlton Drake. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's a dick. He just wants to jump to human trials. 
Yeah. Now, All right. this brings us like, no. to... This, we're skipping over the fact that we have a very awesome yet underused Jenny Slate. Yes. yes. They Marcel do the shell with shoes on. Jenny Slate. What? She's the voice of Marcel. Isn't she Dr. Skirt? Isn't that her name too? Yes, but but how it, horrible but she, is that? <laughs> but I knew her from Marcel the Shell. That's our. That's what I was saying. Hmm. Like, I knew I, her I, dating Chris Evans, Captain America. Really? Yeah, they dated. We're gonna, we're gonna do a tangent here now because this is better topic than the movie. <laughs> really, they dated for a long time. Uh, I don't know how long, but they did date. Wow! Wow! Okay. All right. Well, back to um, yeah, the end of user. <laughs> Eddie, by the way, Eddie is pathological, according to Anne. Yes. Yes, he is. And that symbiote that <laughs> walks away in the from the ambulance just likes to keep going between bodies looking to stay alive. Well, it's got it's trying to get back to well, I don't know where it's why is by it the way, I lost how did it know? Why yeah, why is it obsessed with that patch? Like it's like yeah, how how did it know where to go? Is my first question, and I think what you're about to say: how many symbiotes were on that that ship? Okay, there were four. four. Okay, so it's four. And then, but then, it's somewhere in the middle of the movie, I lost track of which ones were still left. <laughs> but is that four counting Riot that gets away? Yeah, there were three. Yes. There were three containers. They recovered. A fourth was missing. Okay, that's so that's Riot. Venom. Venom is one. Then yes. um, the yellow one is the is a third one. Because the yellow one would be Scream. And Riot then... is the one that got out that went through all the bodies to get... Back. Right, I know. I, I counted Riot. That would have been one. Venom, Scream, and then there's one fourth like one. Like a blue one? That's one of my or questions at the end. Of... One? That's one, one of that my questions at the end is what happened to the other symbiote? Like, we know what happens to Riot. We know what happens to Venom. What happens to the other two? I think no, there is one care. where it says, like, they die because it's, like, either Riot or... I think it's Riot or maybe Venom. Um say like oh they were good i'll miss them or something like that oh but see, there's like one of... symbiote they acknowledge has died throughout their trials same as humans have died basically okay so that would lead down to one so there's one symbiote unaccounted correct i don't know okay. which one died don't ask me that i don't think they know which one died <laughs> i don't think they do either <laughs> i'm not sure they actually going by how much was rewritten for two i feel like uh, i don't know that they know anything <laughs> yeah. i really like the fact that this that carlton drake had solved the homeless problem yeah <laughs> you know yeah. that's exactly what rich people will one day do right we yeah. should not be laughing at that as much as we do because i'm pretty sure if they could get away with it they would yeah. Yes, he would. But thank God that Jenny Skirt, um, <laughs> you know, like as a conscience, and tells Eddie, this douchebag reporter that she happens to know, goes to Mrs. Chen's mm -hmm. convenience store. By the way, I thought it was really shitty the way they killed her too. Yes, I agree. But I do like her clever plan to get him in. Yeah, like, and like, funny. and don't talk. And then we get, we get Venom in there. I, this is one of the few scenes that I actually enjoy is when, well, actually not this scene. Um, I like when we start to see the transition where he starts to get taken over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, when he first uses the symbiote in the apartment. Yeah. That's my favorite scene. When he in fights the, whole movie. the guys who come for it. Yeah. Okay, that's my that's this. my favorite scene in the whole movie. I think okay, my right one after of... that when he's on the run, why do the drones blow up? 
What's the which, point? Which part? Oh yeah, all the all the, the different drones, drones are chasing him, and they just all the car blow chase. up. And it's like, is that supposed to do something? Oh, I thought he did it in the car. I thought he does no, something in the car chase. The, awesome. the, the not, drones are meant is, to explode, like they're comic. This was not a great San Francisco chase scene either. Ant Man Wasp was better. Well, Ant Man Wasp was better. I didn't say the chase scene was good. I just like the apartment scene. No, no, I when you're he right first about that, but it. I'm just saying when they get out there in the chase, um, there's this. It's like the drones keep blowing up, and I'm just like. Why are they just fragile? Yes, I thought like my favorite scene was the one in the um the office lobby or whatever it was, where like Eddie Brock for the first time I think like because everyone says masks and he's like mask and so all oh, this yeah becomes... when he goes crazy that was a yeah and like I to me that was the first time that Eddie accepted it you know mm-hmm. and said well, okay yeah, help that me whole thing where you know um what was it. Venom tells him that you look can at the mic. and you might survive. Go back in that clip. Look at the mic on his chest. Huh? There's a mic on his chest? You can see it. Boom, mic. Wait a minute. Where... Oh, on his back? Oh, no, no. On his... Folks at audience at home, we're watching the scene right now. Yeah. But look right where... here. Look right there. His neck. Where we're watching the scene where... You can, pop the... it. Well, you can see it pop out. Um, he's about to be uh, oh, interrupted yeah. by the security guard. So since you can't see this... <laughs> And he goes to the peephole, and there's nobody there. And Venom has already told him, so don't. You know that um, he does the voice of Venom. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No. Tom Hardy is the voice of Venom, and Andy Serkis will be the voice of Carnage. That makes sense, actually. I can see that. Sorry, I'm going to dispute it. We're we're basically, Eddie, by the way, Eddie is doing what I like to call the Moon Knight. Um, It is very very Moon (laughs) Knighty. To bring it back, well, I guess it's all Marvel, but to bring it back, the to Moon the Knight people yeah. watch this and they're like, "We can do this better." <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I just like this scene. I actually, I like their banter. Their banter together is better in the sequel, but in this one, I do at least. That's one of the few things I do find funny is Venom and Eddie's banter. Again. I'm just trying to find something positive. He's one is one of my favorite little bit actors. He is really good. I loved him in Veep. Now I don't like. I really don't like his. I, I like Venom's size. I like that they got his head right. This the weird white veins. I just don't get, and I don't like. It's a choice. Doesn't. Look yeah. Right. I mean, I get why they don't do the spider symbol because he gets that because of Spider Man, but still. I just I don't I don't understand. That's the actor I was thinking of. All right, so yeah, um, he gets the suit. He does the fight. He gets out. Um, He's going to get in a fight with Venom, and Venom's going to leave him. And it's a pretty funny scene when he leaves him, and it's going to make his way to. uh... Oh no, he doesn't leave him in this one. Sorry, part two. I'm jumping to the second second one. Um, which is pretty great <laughs> I, know, I, do. I like that scene <laughs> let's try to get to where he gets to Anne um, oh it's right because he, he felt, realized that his um, his heart, his, lung, his organs are failing yes that's because so the MRI they signed out about that yeah because he tells Anne the, um, his weakness and he uh, yeah, yeah, I love that he divulges his weaknesses and so... <laughs> Well, it's you would learn in the sequel you really need to, or else your partner is gonna hurt you. <laughs> so yeah, he loses it. He needs 
we get the symbiote back, and Anne's going to become She-Venom. And yes, folks, She-Venom really did exist. There's a real character, as I showed Eric a moment ago. I do like how he has to give back. It's through the kiss, which I think is just funny. And then we're just yeah. jumping. I'm, I'm just moving ahead because I just want to move through this movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, if everyone well, wants more you know, detail. I want to say I'm that sorry. the whole premise behind why Venom decided he wanted to keep Eddie and save Earth was really underdeveloped. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, my seven-year-old son who really wanted to watch this film fell, fell asleep. No. My wife fell asleep watching this movie <laughs> in the movie theater, 10 minutes in, snoring very loudly <laughs> in the movie theater. Woke up and it was done. It's like, is it over? I was like, yes. <laughs> Uh, um, so the symbiote that we had talked about, like who jumps back and forth around, makes it to San Francisco for some reason. Plot unclear. Goes to Drake for some reason. Can bond with him. Yeah, apparently. But comes Riot. He people don't question his weird behavior <laughs> until it's too late, and then he's gonna go up into space. To go back to his planet, to then come back to Earth, to take over humanity. Hmm. That sums it up, right? I didn't miss anything. That's that's yeah. about the plot, right? Not really. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So All then right. we get a really bad fight. Yes. Okay. Can you disprove me? Yes, kind of. Okay. So depending on how you want to interpret it, I'm going to drop it in our chat here. Just read it. Just read it. Um, so it's Gary A. Hecker, as okay. in Heck, with an E-R at the end. Uh -huh. um, he is listed, especially on Let There Be Carnage, as Venom and Carnage vocals. On the regular Venom, he is, seems to be more considered a Foley artist. Um, in both cases, he is somewhat uncredited. Hmm. Okay. I have another thing, another critique. Yeah, um, the cops in this film are pointless. Yes, the detectives are absolutely. Mm -hmm. They are superfluous characters. As Unless characters, an yeah. <laughs> of uh, Law and Order, why are they here? To to serve the purpose of putting him in jail for five minutes. Yeah, apparently. All right. Well, I'm gonna read this later. Um. <clears throat> all right. So we get a fight. Yeah. Then the movie's over, just like that. <laughs> it's a very lackluster fight. It's too chaotic to yes. me. It's underdeveloped, it's... too. Like, the whole thing felt very underdeveloped. Like, first of all, it took us 40 minutes to even get to Venom, really. That, like, I feel like that was way too long of a drag time. Yes. Pretty sure that's why my son fell asleep. Hmm. Yes. Um... God, this movie, there's so much I want to like about this movie, and there's so much I don't like about this movie. I, I want to say that I, I felt I liked this movie more this watch than when I first watched it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's just because I just, I've given in, and I'm like, all right, it's it's what it is. Like, just have fun with it, just roll with it. Yeah. Um, I do like at the end when he goes, well, I like when Venom's dead. And he's talking to Annie, and Annie pieces together that Venom's still around. <laughs> that was slightly humorous. Um, and then, like, the Stan Lee, which, how did Stan know that he had Venom? Yeah. Spidey sense. It had, it had to be the Spidey sense. Mm 
Um, I like when he goes into the grocery store. Mrs. Chen. Mrs. Chen's probably the best character in the movie, next to Annie. I like that he came full circle and how he ducked out of helping her and then comes full circle to kind of like help her. Bit, a little bit. Yeah, but then we get the like that awful line of like, I will bite your head off and whatever, and it'll like blow like a turd in the wind or whatever the stupid line is. Um, yeah, so then we get our tag and it's saying Quentin, and now Eddie goes in, which he, he does allude to it at one point when he's, I think it's when he's talking to oh, Annie, yeah, yeah. he alludes to, I have an interview. Who he's is it? Anne. Yeah, and then he got for the tag. We actually see who it's with, and it's with um, Woody Harrelson in the worst wig known to man. That's a bad wig. Um, where he plays Cletus Cassidy, and if I ever get out of here, there's gonna be carnage. And my line, I wrote my last note. I wrote is "fuck." That's a horrible wig. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's 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 awful. it's one of the worst wigs of like the Marvel movies we've seen yet. Oh, by far the worst wig in any Marvel movie. Even like, John, would you agree? I don't know. Doctor Strange had better wigs. Oh yeah, nineteen seventies Doctor Strange. Oh god, Ooh. yeah. I don't know what's um. What, oh, I can't think of her alter ego, but the Wasp in the first Ant Man oh, movie was pretty rough. God, that was pretty bad. Pretty actually. rough. And um, wasn't it Gwyneth Paltrow? I think in the first um, Iron Man was pretty rough. Or Does she someone, have a wig in the first one? Some or someone had a, a rough wig in one of the first, you know, phase type thing. I know there are people who talk about uh, Scarlett Johansson having a bad. Oh, wig, that's I don't the one. Which one? That's when it was her first appearance. It was um, to, uh, 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 Iron Man two. Oh, okay, so that's um, that's Venom. That is Venom. Do you have any final thoughts, either one of you, on Venom? No, I. You know, I, I liked it more than I thought. Um, okay. true. I'll give it that. Watching it again, watching it, so you know, ranking it in the list, you're gonna see later. It doesn't really go far, <laughs> but at the same time, I, I, I think I said this to John. You may have missed it a second ago, but like this is the first time that I've seen Tom Hardy different from the standard no, I, I Tom Hardy role. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I was saying to Casey, um, and I feel like on that alone, and and then. To recognize that this is in the same world, arguably, as Spider-Man, uh, based on some of the cutscenes, especially. Um, the, the But it can't that... be. God, they the, so it bad can't be. But then so we watch stuff. Morbius and you realize how fucking great these movies are. <laughs> I don't even know what universe it's in anymore. They we'll don't talk know about... either. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a based minute. All right. all right, all right. So... That was 2018. So oh, I just talking Venom. Okay. Yeah. So 2021, they made a sequel called Venom: Let There Be Carnage. He's like and it's tighter this time. Way yeah, better Venom. Uh, way better uh, villain. Yeah. Hour and 37 minutes. This time directed by Andy Serkis of Gollum fame. One writer returns. Kelly Marshall returns. Marco Beltram does the music. So that's the, um, he did the Hellboy music. The uh, Gamo del Toro, Hellboy, that is. Yeah. Um, so we got Tom Hardy back, Woody Harrelson as Carnage, Michelle Williams is back as Anne. Um oh oh, oh to itself is an impressive Her feat. Oh, I hate autocorrect. Um Eric Reed look Scott up is Don uh, Lewis. Uh, uh Naomi Harris, um oh, yeah. as Shriek. 
um, Reed Scott yep, as Dan Lewis, Stephen Graham as Detective Mulligan. I love that his name is just Detective Mulligan. It's just funny to me. <laughs> Peggy Lou as Mrs. Chad and J.K. Simmons as John, uh, John Jameson. So, Eric, um, just for you, I know you know what Carnage looks like, yeah. but um, this is what Shriek looks like in the comic books. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what she looks like. Um, and I think I have one other picture of Shriek here. Yeah, here you go. So another picture of Shriek. Not what we got. No. But bit different. Bit a little bit different. Um so yeah. Um God, I I love Carnage so much, and the fact that this is my what I get for Carnage. Oh, <laughs> uh, just uh it bothers me that this is what I get. Have you heard well, the description that Venom and Eddie's relationship is like that of the odd couple. Yes. <laughs> and I was going to say that in the breakfast scene, that's what I get is it's the odd <laughs> couple. And that's my favorite scene in this movie. Short of the breakup scene um, is that breakfast scene hmm. of him. Like, I will make, I will make you eggs, Eddie. I will make you <laughs> eggs. <laughs> oh, he has to keep it, keep feeding it or else. Yeah. I want brains or chocolate. <laughs> it be chocolate. Uh, after watching John Oliver, I don't think he should be eating chocolate. Just but, dark uh, chocolate. Just this is no more chocolate. Um, yeah, I must be a symbiote. I love chicken. I love chicken. <laughs> so I loved it in the first movie when he ate it out of the trash can. Okay. Yeah, I was glad um, I wasn't eating. Uh-huh. I, so this movie starts in 1996 at a reform school with Cletus and Shriek as kids, but we're using the modern actors' voices for these children and it's very weird hearing old Woody Harrelson coming out of like a 13 year old's mouth <laughs> she does hit that she's a mutant mm-hmm. in it which is interesting her mutation I think she said yeah. even, right? Yeah, well, my is, mutation. is it the institute the name the name was Ravencroft yeah it is Ravencroft which is from the books yeah I about to say like oh they pulled that straight from that okay yeah they, they try there's a lot that they try to do here um they getting her in the soundproof room is exactly how they would have had her in ravencroft um they did fix woody harrelson's wig thank god yes <laughs> even though it's not like it was a lot better <laughs> that her i think that it felt like they just dyed his hair this time around yeah. so yeah better is the best way to put it not good just better yeah. <laughs> I like the Mrs. Uh-huh. Chen scene where um Eddie's there and he's like, there's no chocolate, and he just starts like making up things that Venom's saying, like you know, like basically hinting he's gonna eat her. Mm-hmm. Thought that was funny. It made it made me chuckle. I like this one more than the other, and I'll just go on and say it. Um I do Oh like yeah, this, this is one. this is the best of the three we watched this week. Yeah. I'll just it was say that um, too. I mean, I think it had a nice tight runtime. Yeah, I I gotta say, people take note of the hour and a half. Come on, folks, I, that was nice. Yes, though, write a better hour and a half. <laughs> could have tied it up better. It, I would have cast really different could've. cast. I well, I don't even hate Woody Harrelson. I don't know that Shriek was necessary. Yeah, Shriek's not necessary. Where I would have, I would have done younger instead of Woody. Honestly, oh, Woody yeah. would have been yeah, great he when he was younger. Um. But I would have also done like Carnage doing a little bit more damage than he does. The one thing I will say is that whenever um, Disney takes over these properties again, yeah, 
Cart, well, we'll get to it, but they have the total ability to reboot this. You know, there's oh, no yeah. there's no need to rely on these stories and say that right. they're canon. Though okay. they are, but they're not, you know. Yeah, they're canon, but hey, not canon. Let's use Secret Wars to just erase this universe completely. <laughs> I think I'm that might have sure. been what happened I in the cutscene. I think that's what they're going to do. So I like that um, we get and see. Oh, so the fight where they break up, we alluded to this earlier, mm-hmm. um, Eric. Um, where Venom and Eddie break up. It's really funny, the flipping mm-hmm. off. I love it. That's great. actually one of the better scenes. That really shows how, like, how a different of approach this was from the first one. Yes. Um, and to me, actually, I thought Andy Circus, God help him, or God bless him, did the best he could with the script. Because he, yeah, really, he did, the he best really he did a great job of, yeah. of capturing kind of the fun of Venom mm-hmm. that I think made people want these movies in the first place. Yes. Now the when how Carnage gets his symbiote, that's fairly similar to what. So in the books, Eddie and Car Eddie and Cletus were um, cellmates, right? And Eddie breaks out, and the the Venom symbiote leaves a small piece of itself in the cell, mm. and then Carnage or Cletus gets it. So mm. s- close enough in this. I, I actually thought it was it. a neat. I mean, it could have been handled just a bit better, but like. Yeah. I actually thought the way that he got it was a pretty cool idea. That like, that's not blood. Good. Like, you know, it yeah. was a little creepy. It was a little... He channeled his best Hannibal there. He just hams it up too much, in my opinion. Oh, that well, line of, like, something... Natural killer is a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's clearly what they wanted in this. Yes. They're like, we want natural born killers. The... When Carnage goes full Carnage in the gel, I really like it. I love, like, the tongue. When he makes like the tongue come out and like go into the guy's mouth, like that's that's yeah the prison scene. It was nice that they had a full carnage going fucking yeah. wild, you know, and killing people. That was it was nice that even for a PG, I I still think it should have been an R rated movie. I, not, I agree, not as it was, but they should have made an R rated movie. Yeah, um, should have been R, and he should have killed. Especially. He should have killed everyone in the prison because carnage in the books would have killed everyone. Yeah, he would have not left people. a single person. The tornado thing is weird to me like the weird like, yeah but so what okay what did you think of when he uses the internet do you know how to use the internet and like the tendril does the internet was that weird to you yeah that was real weird to me. do you know what that's actually canon in the books here's the screenshot carnage unleashed <laughs> he actually can send the symbiote through the internet well, it's I mean, the there is that moment that is also kind of funny, a little like annoying, where Venom retreats inside of Eddie Brock, and oh. he's like, "Oh no, he's a red one." Fuck this. I, <laughs> that's one of my my the scenes that always makes me laugh. Like, fuck this, it's a red one. <laughs> We're not messing with it. I'll let you eat everyone here. Everyone here, I can except for that guy. <laughs> um. Yeah. Who then Carnage almost immediately eats. Yeah. Immediately. <laughs> Which I did appreciate that. <laughs> um, I when they get when he gets Shriek out, the fact that Carnage didn't tell Woody Harrelson, this is my weakness. Because <laughs> Carnage should be able to read Woody's mind, I would think. So well, he would know I'm picking up this woman who has sound powers and sound hurts me. So yeah. why did he a not tell him don't let her scream or just b go no we're not picking her up? Those are your two options. Yeah. Uh, all right. So here's where I'll try to defend it a little bit. Okay. I think that 
both Eddie Brock and Carnage are essentially sociopathic, psychotic serial killers, right? In, in their own right. And neither of them really fucking care about the other one. And so even though Carnage is part of this person, I think he's using Eddie more than he's you mean Cletus? attaching. Yeah, sorry. He's he's using Cletus more than he's creating symbiosis <laughs> with Cletus the way that Venom has created that with Eddie. Um, and I mean, they even kind of allude to that later on in the movie, like, oh, they're not they're not compatible with each other or whatever, right? They were saying that later, like as Eddie as um Cletus is mourning or striving for for Shriek or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um and they're they're kind of separating and fighting with each other. You know, the, I think Venom calls that out. So like I I think that maybe it makes sense that why he doesn't know that ahead of time. Um and is is kind of both are trying to do their own things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're making their own bets with each other. All right, I, I can buy that. I'll I'll allow it. I'll okay. allow it. Um, this is one of my favorite comic panels of Venom or of Carnage, by the way, Eric. I have this up just for you. They did a good job of kind of imitating that to some extent. Yeah, that sort do. of all over the place, you know, mm-hmm. t- tendrils. Like especially, and I like that the story, like the card, like the holding it, mm. reading the his face card. looks different there, but. He never was a character to me that had so much of a. He had a look, but like never a set look like Venom has. He always yeah. was kind of. He was this gooey morph. Yeah. Yeah, he was always like free flowing. Yeah. And stuff. I remember when I bought this book, and they're like, "This is a little bit of an adult book for you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, shut up, Hatley. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's okay. I'll be fine. <laughs> Ignore me. I'll be all right. I'm 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 18. I swear. <laughs> Can I also get a dum dum? <laughs> I'm gonna go to the drive-through daiquiri store now. <laughs> oh, Dairy Queen. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the the final fight. This one's better than the last final fight. Yes, it's actually a fight. Well, last one of the fight, I guess. I don't like the shriek element. I just wish it would have been just. Eddie and Carnage. Yeah, Venom I mean, it would have been nice to just see Sociopath going fucking crazy. Yeah, with maybe that, Michelle that's Williams the R-rated. caught in the... That's the R-rated, you know? Yeah. Maybe Michelle Williams caught in the middle, so there's, like, some Ooh. form of danger. Um, You're getting but, towards you know, Spider-Man 2 territory with that shit. I'm getting towards Spider-Man 2, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's it. Alright, so that's the... the yeah, by the way, they totally can't, like... Spoiler alert? I don't know. Maybe we need to start putting spoiler alerts as we're getting closer and closer to kind of modern MCU, but um, they're dead. <laughs> like, And I was like, oh, like both Shriek and Carnage? You're going to get rid of them both? Like, I mean, I yeah. know that like I, I know that they kind of erased everything in that cutscene potentially, but at the same time, what? Like, yeah. you're not going to try to keep Carnage around at the very least? I mean, at well, least he eats carnage. Sy- yeah, but at least show like some sort of symbiosis. Do like some sort of um. Oh, where, where carnage splits off some. Yeah, and you see a little tiny piece run away, you know, and it could pick up another, you know, Cletus essentially at that point. Well, they could have. Now, did you know. catch the um the cop's eyes glowing at the end? No, the cop's eyes glow blue at the end of the fight. Um, because the cop's there, because huh. he gets like knocked out by Shriek. And for some reason, his eyes glow blue. 
and it makes no sense. I don't understand why his eyes close. Oh, the up. guy who looks like a Wahlberg but isn't a Wahlberg? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Detective Mulligan. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, he's dead too, right? No, because he lives, but his, his eyes glow blue. I don't think you're right there. He has I bet he blue. landed on like a spike through his body. But then at the end, his eyes are open and they're glowing blue. What if he's the fucking new Carnage then? Maybe. We'll find out when, when we watch the third movie. Is there a third coming? There is a third coming. Jesus. And I think it's um it's Studio Edgy of Four is playing the villain. So how they got him, I have no idea. Wow. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, and everyone else who's still alive in this movie is returning. Michelle Williams, Tom Hardy. They've got to have like money somehow to flow into them hard. Cause like Somebody's Michelle Williams at this point this. could have pulled a Natalie Portman like, eh, I'm out. Like, yeah. no, thank you. They maybe I'll come back a, later. They must just have the time of their life on the film. It's got to be like one of the best sets ever. How how is Tom Hardy? How is he as an actor? Like, he's no Jared Leto, I hope. But like, is he? He <laughs> seems like an. He seems like he could be an intense guy. Is he? You know, I is, believe he is. Yeah. I believe he is an intense maybe guy. He's the right kind of intense. Yeah. Like I want to say, you know? in when they were filming this movie, I think it's Matrix that they're filming as well. The, the newest matrix and there's a scene there's mm-hmm. um in this one there's a scene where eddie's running down the street and i believe it's matrix that he runs as he's running he runs through their where they're shooting and so you can actually see tom hardy as eddie brock running through a sequence yeah. i think i'm pretty sure it's matrix because they're filming at the same time the newest one the newest one it's, oh, not like obviously. They, it's not obviously. It's not like they like. It's not like they zoom in on him. It's just if yeah. you look at the right scene, you can see this guy uh, running. I need to go it's... find that clip because be, I don't want to watch either of those again to, to find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, by the way, the the long lost Walbrook Wahlberg, just yeah. to give him full credit, is Stephen Graham. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. So Eddie leaves. He's like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go find my chickens. <laughs> and then yeah, what happened to the chickens? Island. Did he just set them free for a while? He sets, yeah, he sets them free, and then they go to an island, and they fucking were dead. Let's be honest, chicken taking a last like New an York. island. <laughs> like then, one of the pigeons ate that chicken. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes. Oh, I want to point out real quick. Back to Put the it with the rats one. as an offering. The Eminem song at the end of the first one might be the worst Eminem song ever written. No, this the the one at the end of two is probably the worst one ever. But that's not Eminem. It is. He's on Was it. it. Yeah, he's there. Oh, okay. You're right. That one is the worst. <laughs> I mean, Venom, Venom isn't that bad. It's just way different from what you expect from Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> that one was clearly a hey. Do you need some money? Here's a check. That's like really um, a ninja rap. Th- that's like ninja smashing- rap is better. That's like smashing pumpkins during Batman and Robin. Yes. Which yes. that was the case, right? They were the ones yeah. for Batman and Robin. They did Batman and Robin. <laughs> like what the fuck smashing yeah, but pumpkins? Yeah, their song was at least a decent song. <laughs> that was sure. better. Sure. All right, so then we get the tag. No, I'm not going to insult Eminem by the way. He's he's always talented in my opinion. He's always talented. I'm just saying that out of his whole library of songs. Oh, I'm sure he's worst. more proud of other ones. I I would yeah. imagine he is he he takes pride in, in other ones. This one was for the paycheck. 
This Absolutely. one paid a lot of money. <laughs> this one's from me. The next one's for you. Or sorry, this one's for you. The next one's for me. Yeah, this one, this one, this one kept the uh, mortgage going for sure. Yeah. So then we get the tag. Venom is Eddie and Venom are laying in bed watching Spanish soap operas, and Venom's like, "Hey, I've got all this knowledge. I will let you have a taste of all of my knowledge." Um, which, by the way, Venom would be a Nexus being. Um, I have a taste what? of all of this knowledge. Are you talking um, that's... Loki stuff? Well, technically, I'd be talking WandaVision, but yeah. Mm, true, true. Um, or actually, I guess it would be uh, Doctor Strange, but I got all this knowledge. I'll have to give you a taste. And then things happen. The world gets crazy. There's a light. The room shifts. And all of a sudden, a, a breaking news story as they're both confused. Did you do this? I didn't do it. And we hear J. Jonah Jameson on TV. Breaking news! Breaking news! Peter mm -hmm. Parker is Spider-Man. And then Venom goes up and licks the TV. And it's like, I hate that guy. And then like when the <laughs> other guy comes out of the room. Or hey, the what, bathroom, are you doing? what are you doing in my room? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I love uh, Tom Hardy does a great job in these for, for as much yeah. as he's given. Because like, You need to explain <laughs> yeah. to me why that made no sense to me. That didn't make sense. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This didn't make sense to you? Do you not understand what, what, what happened? What universe are we in at this point? Do the you same... not know what happened? I'm just saying to me. No, I'm and I'm actually that's a serious question. Do you actually not know where that where this goes? Because so you've he seen ends up other in the movies. other universe. Is that where we are? I must have lost the thread here. He's now in the, the Marvel he, okay. universe. He's that in the MCU. Why it made no sense to me at first. I think I must have blanked. He goes six into six one six. What is it called? Is it six one six, yeah. Now yeah, what does okay. it what doesn't make there's one thing that doesn't make sense, but we'll talk about that when we, when we do the next set of movies. There's one tiny little thing that doesn't make sense about it, but he's in he's there because the way okay. time works. That but. must be with the part I missed. Okay, never mind. So um, I guess he's not going to do that thing with Vulture that he was talking about in the first one, where he must have been in six one six two. No, who, who does it? Who does it does something with Vulture? What Vulture is in the in the first movie's cutscene. Like, Vulture's hey. not in Vulture's not in Venom. Yeah, he is. The first it has a cutscene at the no, end. No, he's in Morbius. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fuck let's Morbius. Kill myself now. Let's just go. <laughs> all right. So all right. Do you have any final thoughts on Venom? Venom itself. Better than the last one. You mean let there be oh, sorry, Venom, let there be carnage. Anything on Venom? Definitely there. better than the first one. I, I agree. I agree. Um we will discuss this tag more in depth um coming episodes ladies and gentlemen um, i know we're gonna they... i'm not trying to jump ahead but morbius is in the same is in 616 already no, no. and i just want to point out that jake gyllenhaal makes up a number it's actually not 616 yeah i know comic books it is Comic books, it is, but it is not actually six one six, and because they say the real number in Doctor Strange, like nine something, right? Yeah, and they actually say the real, number, the real in... number because Miguel and across the Spider Verse says a different number. Oh, I thought he said the same number. No. Oh, all right, different number. Right. Remember that it was Christine from that that universe who gave that designation. True, but different universes might have different designations for the same universe. True. We'll discuss the 616 of it all next week for sure cuz I have thoughts on that. All right, so this was two this was 2021. So, now let's go to 2022, a year later. Things have got to be better, right? Got to be better. And a year later, 
Daniel Esposino, who direct or Esposino directed the director of the movie Life, which is a Ryan Reynolds horror movie. Wait, wait. Um, Before we jump into Morbius, can I go ahead and do my library? I, oh I, yes, we, we need you. a break. I don't. I don't want to do Morbius. Do your library. Do your yet. library. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> about that. It's been a bit. Go no, ahead. No, no, no. It's all right. That's all right. Actually, the other reason I want to do it is because this time we're visiting the town where Woody Harrelson grew up, not where he was born. I had to double check myself. Um, where he grew up starting in the age of two, I believe, um, which is Lebanon, Ohio. And so we now visit the Lebanon Public Library in Lebanon, Ohio. For those of you keeping score, that is zip code 45036, 45036. Um, so Scottish immigrant, uh, as we've talked about multiple times, this is from kind of their website in the history. So I'm, I'm going to quote a lot of them here. Um which I think is then quoted from a book. So hope, you know, allegedly, um, but no, the Andrew Carnegie, who you've probably heard mentioned several times on these recommendations uh, because he was a major philanthrop- philanthropist. philanthropist. Thank you. Yeah. Um, who really put a lot of money into to public libraries um, around the country. And so you've probably heard me mention that he gave multiple uh, uh, libraries roughly ten thousand dollars <laughs> and that is the case here um he had amassed a fortune essentially through the 19th century um and so the later years of his life he gave it away um so good on him uh we have a lot of libraries as as a result um i think he once said a man who dies rich dies disgraced um so good on him i guess again uh, but then again so like i said he was offering about ten thousand dollars if i remember correctly to a lot of these libraries that's certainly the amount he offered to lebanon um and the uh the city uh, could donate an acceptable site um and then they'd have to just pay about a thousand dollars per year in maintenance um however for carnegie uh, or rather for lebanon uh, this actually proved difficult for them to take on uh, so the town council quickly adopted the resolution um, and established a free and public library and, and a reading room for use of the inhabitants of the village, uh, by quote-unquote here. Uh, so by a vote of over two-thirds as well, citizens of, of Lebanon accepted Carnegie's generous offering. Um, so this is around 1902, I believe, just for quick uh, clarification. There's about 3,000 people there at this point. Um, and so they, they vote for all this. That's great. Uh, the site of the proposed libraries was one of the three remaining public corners at the intersection of Main and Broadway, where it still sits today. Um, and it was, uh, again, a public vote, uh, which is what deemed that to be the most suitable location. Um, however, despite overwhelming public acceptance of the Carnegie Library, uh, lawsuits were filed to prevent the construction. And those lawsuits, or one such case at least, um, occupied three years and it worked its way all the way up to the Ohio, Ohio Supreme Court uh, before the decision was reached in 1906, which was to shut it down and the public library could proceed. Um, and so I believe the official opening happened in 1908. Um, however, uh, Lebanon continued to grow, so the library did as well. Uh, a bookmobile uh, was offered in 1943, uh, which helped kind of reach uh, not just the schools, but all the little villages and stuff outside of Lebanon. Um, in 1955, a basement, uh, the basement rather, was renovated for additional space, um, and a large addition was also built in the 1980s. Um, there was a time when certain 
uh, individuals, I, I believe probably colored or, um, you know, black Americans at the time, however they wanted to refer to them, were not permitted to use the library. Um, and so I believe that actually changed in 1940. Uh, so shortly before the bookmobile was established. Uh, go to the website. It, it details a little bit better, but it doesn't really detail who got access. It just says all Ohioans. Uh, so if if you had to ask me, that would that would be my guess um, based on history and timeline. Uh, so for quick schedule, uh, as I try to give uh, the oh, the Lebanon Public Library is available every day between one and four. Yes, every day we're back to a Sunday one. Um, I believe we've had several closed Sundays or closed a day or something like that. I think last week in, in uh, Kashina, uh, Wisconsin, if I'm saying that right, Kashina, um, it was closed Friday through Sunday. So get get out of here. But this one is open every day. You can get there between 1 and 4 and you should be fine. Uh, you can get there as early as 9 a.m. on Saturdays and as late as 8 p.m. on Mondays through Thursdays um so yeah check it out it is again at the corner of main street and broadway that was a a voted on space for this library uh voted on location rather uh the same block of as the library is also the 1795 beetle log cabin it looks like just kind of a historical museum uh, so again it's probably maybe a, a two-minute walk down the street not even um across the street is the christmas tree park which you can imagine what time of year you want to go check that out um, and then a short walk east of the library or a short walk west of the park that I'm about to mention, Hammond Park, is the library. So, uh, yeah, there's there's quite several things. This is obviously kind of downtown Lebanon. Lebanon, for those uh, kind of curious, is, I believe, uh, double-checking my work here, but on the outskirts northwest of Cincinnati um, in Ohio. So that's that's kind of more of the southern part of Ohio um, or, 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 yeah, southern, yeah, southern west. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, the Lebanon Public Library in Lebanon, Ohio. Awesome, thank you, Eric. And I apologize, I almost forgot that. No, no worries. No, and, and sometimes you wait till the end, which is fine. I just want to throw it in because, no. like I said, it was the uh, not the birthplace, but the childhood home of Woody Harrelson, the one person who probably helped really make Venom Two better yeah. than Venom One because I, we actually had a good Venom villain. And I think we needed that palate cleanser before we. Did the <laughs> but I would like to point out, oh. while it may not have sounded uh, much like him, Hardy played both the role of Eddie Brock and the voice of Venom. According to Hardy, he would do the vocal performance for Venom in the mornings, and the sound guys would play it back on the set to create the back and forth between the human and the symbiote. Despite notable differences between the voices in Venom and Venom Let There Be Carnage, Tom Hardy plays both Venom, or plays Venom in both movies, and that comes from Screen Rant. All right, here's here's my call, and I'm I'm making this a public call. Gary A. Hecker. Yeah. Gary A. Hecker, if you're listening right now, I want you on this show pro bono, though you can have your writer reach out to us and maybe we'll give you some M&Ms. Uh, but <laughs> don't expect much more. We're we're all struggling here. Uh, but no, please reach out to us, email, whatever. I want to know what your vocal contributions were to these movies. Um, as a Foley artist, as a vocal contributor, uh, what did you contribute if that's the case? Because by IMDb, I stand with Gary Hecker. Um, I think he he probably did something. Uh, so I'd, I'd I'd be curious. I would love to know as well. You're invited on, Gary. We'll, we will make sure to give you time for an interview. 
We'll do a whole lot. We'll blow you like Kevin Smith Ooh. blows every interview. We'll give you a special episode. Can we do that, Casey? We can. All right. We can. Eric now, Hecker. also, as a second addendum, Eric, I yep. would like to exhibit, um, show you exhibit A, <laughs> the cop's eyes glowing blue, and he's still alive. Is he toxin now? Okay. Okay. I can see it. Well, that's what this says, that they think he's toxin, but um, that's another, toxin? One the, another one of the symbiotes, mm. but- um, he is someone. Something's up with the eyes. So, so that carnage me by more than where you, what you guys were bothered by the intact. Well, so carnage. If I did my research correctly, actually yeah. is a even in the comics a, he's a offshoot of Venom. Yes, right? he's, a spawn, he's a spawn of Venom. Of Venom. Yeah. It was. Is he the only one, or is um, no? There are other one as well. There's others. There's a whole storyline called Separation Anxiety that a bunch of other ones come out. Oh, yeah, there's so good. many more now. And I think Carnage has even had a couple himself. Yeah, I was wondering, would Toxin be from Carnage, from Venom, or his? I'm fairly confident Toxin is also from um, Venom. Hmm. But all right, so 2022, Morbius, Daniel Esposina, director of the movie Life, starring Ryan Reynolds. It's a weird sci-fi movie. Um, He directed this, written by Matt Suzuma and Burke Sharpless, composer. John Ekstrand did the composing for Life. That's pretty much all they have done. Their IMDb's are very small. Um, cast of this movie: Jared Leto as Dr. Michael Morbius, Matt Smith as Lucian, but only credited as Milo. It's very strange. Audra Ajorno, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name. Um, is Dr. Bancroft? I've seen her in better things. She was in Andor. Um, she's so much better in Andor. Yeah. Um, Jared Harris. Why did you do this, Jared? Why did you play Dr. Nicholas? He's Tyrese. Tyrese. Why? Why did you do Agent Stroud? I mean, was family not enough? <laughs> Come on. And Michael Keaton as Adrian Toomes. We'll talk about that when we get to that area. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm magical, too, for you, uh, you Daily Show fans. Yep. Um, this is what this is what Morbius kind of looks like in the books, Eric. It's the okay. only character we got to look at. Um, here, here he is in like a classic look. Um, oh, here's one from the '80s classic. That's uh, a look, and I think this might be his first appearance. Look right here. I think, yeah, that's his first appearance. Hmm. Um, okay, so I think I, had a, I, think I actually had a. Uh... Like an action figure of him. Remember when I said earlier that I thought the detectives were stupid and Venom? I was referring to this movie. They are stupid. (laughs) Yes. All right. Can I? Can I just say before we start? I know you've you've listed the cast now. Yeah. Uh, Matt Smith and Jared Leto, if they switched roles, would be way better. Yes. As a casting choice, take Lucian or whatever his name is, like Milo, and you just cut him from the film. This movie would no. This movie would be good if you switch them their roles. Because the problem is, this is a Jekyll and Hyde story that they ruined. It's it's Jekylls and Hydes. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't do that. it doesn't work. If you do that, it doesn't work as a story. They literally took something and they overcomplicated and they made a piece of garbage. I don't know what. And so where Sony. does the Jekyll and Hyde come from? Because well, he doesn't. He only Morbius. takes this. It's it's his. But whole, he only takes like, it once. Struggle. It's his struggle between 
is he the monster or is he Michael Morbius? If you had evolved that and played with that, that would have been a Jekyll and Hyde situation. Instead, yes. you insert this Lucian Milo guy who I apparently wasn't paying attention when he took the serum. Because um, they don't, they, they, he, they don't even show it. And then they make him the real monster. Yeah. Carrying out the things that Michael thinks he did. And I'm like, okay, you defeated the purpose. Speaking of Jekyll and Hyde, real quick, because um, I'm desperate to talk about it, anything that's good. Um, Hammer Pictures is coming back, and Eddie Izzard will be playing Jekyll and Hyde. She um, she will be playing Ginny uh, Jekyll, I think is how they're doing it. Um, and I think they're doing it as a trans-type story, where when Jekyll changes. Um, the trailer hasn't come out yet. They just started doing some set photos. Ginny Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I think that's what it's gonna be. I think, but this it, it wasn't enough description. But I'm excited to see it. Also, Sorry. Um, also, what, I decided to say it. Pop, pop they, who, who thought that they would go on a ship and do some super illegal crap off the coast of a Rhode Milo. Island was a really great idea. And I love the fact that basically International Michael Morbius makes Tony Stark and Bruce Banner look like amateurs when it comes to being reckless. Yes. Yes, I do. I do like okay. I want to I want to jump back to one quick thing. It's probably my favorite thing of the whole movie. The opening credits, the I trippy you know V opening. Butt beat up in Greece when he was a kid. No, no, I I really like the trippy opening mm. of the V, the V opening. Okay, now we can get back to other things in this movie. That's weird. Wait, uh, this is where I wrote. It's a cheap Jekyll and Hyde <laughs> ripoff, and there's no time to develop or give a fuck about any of the characters. What's funny is I feel like they fit the whole first movie in the first like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, now we, we're done. Like you could have done a whole movie out of ultimately going to the, the ship and going fucking mad, right? Yeah. Like, and so they could have established just like, I think we almost needed this to be a show or like a, a two movie kind of block where we have him just kind of be like i'm a fucking crazy person no, like because all of a cut, sudden he was he was an anti-hero hero I, it was really crazy you cut milo and you erase that entire yeah, storyline yeah you make so it milo is loosely based of off of a morbius villain but i don't remember Ooh. his name now okay there's a uh, by the way did anybody else catch the the line that annoyed me the heck out of me you wouldn't see you wouldn't want to see me when i'm hungry yeah that was there were no good lines in this let's be honest no there's no good lines um wait so here's a question why were matt smith's graphics so much worse than jared leto's graphics i've wondered that as well i think that jared leto might have had a little bit of prosthetics and matt Mm. smith may have just been like i won't do prosthetics it was it was it was i'm gonna let you guys know that i run out of notes Right about the time after Lucian is the one revealed to kill the nurse. Mm. Also, I do have I, a lot I of really notes. Like in the here. fact that somehow he learned how like to you fly. filled a whole composition book by then. He did. He did. Um, I just wrote this so film just, keeps getting dumber. Maybe for those of you not watching TV on YouTube, he's, it's just like just the lame. proof journals behind him. <laughs> I am the. I think I did think it was amusing that he gets the Nobel Prize and like is just a dick to everyone. But I wish we could have seen it. Like you hear, I just wanted to see it. I think I would have. There's if there's a cut scene, I want that cut scene. Um, okay, I will say here's another positive thing I'll say about this movie. I'm desperate to find positive things, but here's one positive thing. When he goes to see Milo, when they're adults, and they're walk, he's like, "Let's go for a walk," 
and they're walking down the road or down the sidewalk. I think the banter between them is funny. I feel like I honestly genuinely feel like, okay, they're friends. Yeah. That's what I got there. There I just I felt realistic to me. That might be the only time. Yeah, but well, I No, mean, it is the only time that they and that's, genuinely And that's why you've put it on a pedestal, I think. Cause like <laughs> I don't know. Jared Leto to me never never seems to be acting with someone else in this movie. He no. seems to be acting with himself alone. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. This is why if you had just made it him and do the whole Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. you can literally have him act off himself. It would be actually, for him. John, I actually just got to but my this note. This is also why I say switch their switch their roles because oh, yeah. he well, let him be the villain. He's been able to act well, with other people in the scene. So here, here's what's funny. Uh, here's my note, John. This is um, so the first attack sequence is cool. I wrote. I actually do kind of like that first attack sequence when he becomes Morbius on the on the um the vampire on the boat. But then I wrote, um, he can at least regain. Oh, can he at least regain some himself after? Or no, sorry, he can at least regain himself after a change. But then I wrote, the cure wears off, and he goes back to old Michael. It's kind of Jekyll and Hyde like. Yep. So I did have that. Um, like that I same. Said, it was ruined. They ruined. So it's also really creepy when he's like the woman pricks her finger. And he's like, "You need to close up that wound." Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> like I'm gonna Jesus suck Christ! You dry. <laughs> like you just hear a thump from the uh, bottom of the table, and you're like, "Come on!" Did I just like bring this movie and let's recut it? We'll put Gary Oldman as Dracula in all the scenes <laughs> with Jared Leto instead. I'd kind of be down for that. Like, in fact, let's not even make it. Let's reshoot it and bring Gary Oldman in as a filler, like now. So. I want to another thing that I like about this movie. There's a scene where Morbius picks up a newspaper and the newspaper says, or no, actually, this is Milo with the newspaper of this first one. Rhino on the loose. Ooh. Mentions black cat. It's like I think it's black cat. Oh, it's black cat, friend or foe. So that's two Marvel Spider-Man villains that are in this world. One then, we know, one we haven't seen. We haven't seen. Never know in, in this world. Well, we're going to see Rhino soon because Craven will be part of this world. So they've established Rhino there. And then there's another newspaper that talks about the chameleon getting away, oh, which is going to be in the Craven movie. Um, so, And then we know that this is the same universe that Venom's in because he references Venom. So... The only thing I give a rat's about I is give a Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse Miles Morales movies. I don't care about any of these things. Oh, these shouldn't exist. Don't get me wrong. No, you should not be making these villain movies. You, you should love the Tom Hardy yeah. Spider-Mans at least. The Tom Hardy Spider-Mans? Tom no, Hardy Tom Holland. Sorry. Arguably at this point, Tom what Hardy. What parallel win? world are you in that you're seeing the Tom Hardy Spider-Man? I'm in 616. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm 2006. <laughs> my next, by the way, my next note isn't until the end credits. Um, what did you think of the flying sequence? I thought it was okay. I was like, that that kind of wowed me, but I was like. I don't really understand why it's here or what it's here for. It's kind of cool, but I feel like it could have been delivered at another time. It would have been just as good. Right. Now, I want to ask you, objectionably, my opinion, because it's the right opinion, the worst scene of this movie. Can we discuss the worst scene in this movie? Which All one? of them? <laughs> my, <laughs> the weird Milo dance scene in the mirror. Oh. 
as he's getting dressed. That was just that was just like porn for women or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, they had seen the Joker, and Matt Smith's like, I can do that. Had Joker come out already at this point? Yeah, Joker came out 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Joker was already okay. out. Joker was like yeah, I mean, it's just 20? it's such a weird scene. And like this had to be Matt Smith just being like, I got an idea. Just just roll with it. I got an idea. You know what it is? He thinks he's American Psycho. Mm. He, I think this was right after he played American Psycho. I think that's what this is. I feel like I, this is like just like this is Patrick Bateman. He's like, I'm gonna let's let's do the remake. Let's do a musical remake of it. And <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's just... so bad. Sorry, well, Lindsay, we're watching like the same Patrick Bateman like s character here. Now that like, you mention it, the he flex is. with the face. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's what Patrick Bateman wishes he could do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, anyway, that's sorry. That, that is the worst thing to me is that scene. Um, in this whole movie, if I put it um, next to Patrick okay. Bateman, it actually makes it a little tolerable. I know. Now that you said it, you've ruined it. Because now I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is it. This is not awful. Um, all right, so we get Doctor Bancroft <laughs> playing it again. Why? <laughs> Doctor Bancroft gets killed, um, and Morbius gets some blood in her mouth, so she gets to become a vampire, maybe. Mm-hmm. Very confused know. by that because she had the red eyes at the end of the movie. I yeah. know. That's um, also stupid. The fight sequence at the end is awful. It's just well, pure it trash. And it out. again, why was Tyrese in this movie? Can someone tell me? Because his role is pointless. That's yeah. why I said the connectors are stupid. They're all dumb. It's like they're just there to be some sort of bad attempt at comic relief. And and a throw. And to throw in the line, your blood, like your fake blood, saved my arm. Yeah, I'm like, I, guess, Great. I guess. I'm guessing there's a two-hour version of this movie somewhere oh, that explains. Don't. I don't want to see that. <laughs> no, Do I'm not saying anyone that? wants to see it. I'm just okay. thinking there is that with like that explains that ties things a little bit more with like Tyrese at least and like I, the I the guess. the the people. Yeah. I guess. It's I'm not just... saying it'll be a good tie, but like at least it'll kind of his partner was make it so more annoying. Relevant. I wanted to like just how magical. He was. It was a weird choice. It's it was all a weird, a weird choice. <laughs> it's all a weird choice. And you know that they didn't do the line from the trailer that everyone loved. When he's like, "Who are you?" I'm. He goes, "I'm Venom." That part's in the movie. Uh huh. But then in the trailer, he goes, I'm just kidding. I'm Michael Morbius. No, it's your favorite Dr. Michael Morbius. Whatever. And also, everyone's the thing people use to make excuse me fun of this movie is it's Morbin time. <laughs> There's nothing in this movie that actually gets to <laughs> But it would have made this movie better by like a half a degree. That's a that's um, a that's a hard belief right there. <laughs> so Tag one. Mm. All right. So uh... the, <laughs> the sky breaks. We see the sky breaking. Yep. Vulture is now in a cell, or oh. Adrian Toomes is in a cell. He oh, realizes he cares he, so much about. Nobody well, he cares. realizes he's in a different place because he's like, I hope this the food's better here. And we get the news thing. Oh, 
Adrian Toomes magically appears in here. We're going to have a trial to see like what's going on to get him out of here. And then tag two, Morbius is driving out to a field and the vulture comes in. Yeah, and he's... That is a good fucking question that I never even think of because how would he he would need the tinkerer to build the suit? Okay, you got yeah. a good extra point there because I didn't even think about that. But let's t- let's say he can rebuild it because yeah. there's Chitari tech somehow on this planet. Yeah, it's okay. So he rebuilds the suit. <laughs> Maybe the suit came with it. I don't hey know. guys, remember the multiverse means exactly everything can be the exact same except for like that butterfly farted earlier. Right. Okay. So the so he gets the suit. He flies there and he's like, I don't know what this is, but I bet it's related to Spider-Man. Let's team up and do some good. Now, is he <laughs> saying he wanted to team up and go after Spider-Man? Or is he saying he just wants to team up and be a group of heroes since he was a villain in the other world, now he wants to be good? Go either way. Well, um, no, that was the lamest excuse for an ending I've ever seen. To, Somebody to quote, should have been taken out back and shot for that. Now, keep in mind, this was in when everyone, way. when Sony was doing the whole like, well, Spider-Man's going to be done soon and we're not going to let Marvel have him anymore. Yeah, they would have just messed it up again. They would have, but anyway. That's what Sony's good at. So though you know those two tags are why we watch these three movies. Or well, why you guys had to watch these three movies. <sighs> Cuz of horrible. those two tags. Do you have any final thoughts on Morbius? Don't watch it folks. Like don't don't it's, watch it's, it. It's it doesn't add anything. <laughs> you will get nothing from this film. Just go read Jekyll and Hyde the novel or watch any stage production of it or any rendition of it. You'll get the exact same point. In all honesty, like I feel like even if they use Jared Leto and do a second movie of these, which is there one? Do you know this, Casey? You're always a. They have not. They have not said they are doing another one. This one did not do very well. Jared Leto is like poison for for any kind of superhero film. Yeah, but I mean, yes. Even if they did a second one, I don't think you'd need to watch this one to get caught up. Like I, you know, it's like there's nothing to catch up on. It's just this guy turns into a vampire, and we don't know if he's good or not. Mm-hmm. exactly because not because we don't know like if he does bad things it's mostly because we can't read the blank expression that he has on his face the entire movie true statement that is a true statement all right eric with that hot take you just gave <laughs> um i'm gonna have you go first so excuse me let's venom. Do this. oh look he ranked venom number four Wow, he <laughs> loves this movie. Um, all right, Venom. What is your star ranking of Venom? Venom gets two stars. It was better than I expected, but it was still as bad as I knew. Um, right. I had the first time I saw this was like on an airplane, I think, uh, coming back know, somewhere. Um, and so, like watching it again on the bigger screen, I had a little bit more appreciation for. Some of the nuances, can I even call them that? Uh, some of the choices made by like Tom Hardy, or even even kind of the humor that Venom had a little bit. And like I said, I thought the elevator lobby or the um, business lobby scene was pretty cool in terms of watching Venom go a little bit nuts. I wish we had seen more of that. Um, I I'm a little frustrated by kind of these three movies in general for setting up an anti-hero that sucks as an anti part of it. <laughs> you know, for not. Uh, you know, we don't really see them do the bad things enough. Um, 
But that said, two stars because it could have been worse, as I learned. Um, and there were some good things about like the I think the graphics were pretty okay. Um, the writing just needs to improve. All right. And what number is it? Uh, stars, it fell but... at it fell at seventy-three. Oh, so uh, what do you need to tell me is at seventy-two? Well, 72 just happens to be Let There Be Carnage. It's about the same movie, honestly. You just kind of get more of Venom, you know, and like then they like quickly do a wig change for Woody Harrelson. And otherwise, it's just a continuation of the first movie, Mm -hmm. Um, even in kind of style and dialogue and writing, which is what really dragged it down. I did give it two and a half stars just to represent the fact that it was better than its predecessor. Um, but it, it still kind of hits all of the same sour notes as Venom did, which is just bad writing, uh, misuse of characters, uh, misuse of good stars and roles, misuse of opportunity for humor. Though I do think Let There Be Carnage really did represent a little bit or or provide a little bit more humor. Um, and I think it represented the... I think it actually represented Carnage pretty well. Um, shout out to Andy Circus for being able to direct Carnage on screen and I'm not going to say get it right, but you didn't get it wrong either. Um, And and so good on that, but it does fall at 72. I mean, it's like I said, it's essentially the same movie. It's just the better half of them. Um, And so, so it's, it's kind of right there. Those two. I want to point out that you only have 87 things on this list. So 72 of 87. Yeah. Um, And these two movies, you know, this one movie, if you, if you'll go so far with me um, falls after, spider-man 3 amazing spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 2 that's right yeah, yeah. the the andrew garfield which i would prefer to watch over either of these but just barely um and it does come ahead of blade which was just so ridiculous with its vampires that oh. i mean i thought no one's gonna do a worse vampire than blade did sorry i'd rather watch blade i would rather watch blade 2 Mm. No, not Blade Two, but Blade. O O, not T W O. Actually, I wonder. We're gonna look at my list in a minute because I actually wonder if I rank these above or below Blade Two. <laughs> so, Eric, is Morbius the new man thing? What did you rate Morbius? So Morbius, I, what did I give Morbius? Uh, Morbius got one star. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I think I think I can give less than one star, but for some reason I thought like you there can. were some efforts. Yeah, because man, thing is half a star. Um, it's like tipping like a penny so that people know you tipped, but you didn't like anything else. Um, Morbius gets one star because like Matt Smith gives it his all in a role that he should not have had. Um, Jared Harris gives it his all. Jared Leto. No, no Jared, Jared Harris. Harris. <laughs> oh, yeah, Doctor Emil right. Nichols. Um, yeah, I mean, there's always the problem. There's some efforts. Um, I actually thought some of the movement of the, the vampires across the like things, it grew on me. Um, I, I thought by some of the latter, latter scenes, it would make sense. And I liked it. Um, it just, it's just, it's just a misfire across the board. Yeah. And it, so it really fell low on my list. It fell to 84, um, which is just behind the Hulk returns. And honestly, the reason the Hulk returns beat it out is the ridiculous Thor. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, However, I do think if you had to choose 
you should watch Morbius instead of the newest Fantastic Four. And I say newest as of uh, October or as of Halloween 2023. So if you're listening to this well in the future and we have a better Fantastic Four movie, do not quote me on that. He will watch Howard the Duck before he watches You're Morbius. damn right I'd watch Howard the Duck. <laughs> All right. So, John, where would you, I'm pulling up your list right now, where would you rank a Venom yeah so um i i gave the first one i think i gave that what two and a half stars yep yeah i wasn't crazy about it It had its moments some of the things we talked about but i wasn't overly impressed i gave venom let there be carnage a little bit of a higher one i think i gave it three Um, mainly because i thought carnage was well done and because i didn't have to sit through 40 minutes of eddie brock trying to figure stuff out (laughs) um and then of course um I'm gonna say Morbius almost beat out Doctor Strange for the worst film on my list. Oh, it falls. No, Venom is fifty-four, by the way. I gave it half a star. You're telling me you'd rather watch Sci-Fi Man thing? Yeah, because something is. No, I mean maybe you've forgotten what that did to us. (laughs) I know. There's a reason we both have it at the end. Bottom row of three films. I'll never watch those again. <laughs> so you will watch this Fantastic Four movie again. You will watch well, I mean, either Fantastic Four, four movie. Watch everything that basically comes after probably uh, the Re- Re- Incredible Hulk Returns will probably never be watched again. Just to be clear, folks, he'd rather watch Fantastic Four than X-Men. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I really would. The Last Stand. Yeah, wow. You know, I just learned something about X Men Last Stand. Matthew Vaughn was going to direct Last Stand. He was. And the reason he stopped, he didn't do it, is he, he was in the office and he saw this massive ass script. And he's like, oh, is that the script for the movie? And they're like, no, that's that's Holly Berry's script. This is the script for the movie. And he's like, what, what do you mean? That, that, what? How is that? And the, he's like, they're like, yeah, we made this specific script because she said she wouldn't do it unless we gave Storm this whole backstory and all this extra stuff. So we made the script for her. We'll give her this script. And then when she signs on, then we will take it and go, oh, we're so we had some rewrites. This is the new script. Wow. And so he was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do her dirty like that. I'm not doing it. Good on him for that. So, um, all right. So to wow. be clear, by the way. John, you would also rather watch the Venoms than Blade, so yeah, I don't know. It's a toss-up. You it's ranked the them same that way. Category, to be quite honest, it's down right. there with Dark I'm just, Phoenix. I'm just throwing it out there. Know, and Spider-Man Three and the Wolverine. Most of the stuff I honestly the didn't think the New Mutants was that bad. I know. I, I actually like New Mutants. All right, let's uh, let's see what Where I got. Casey? Survey yeah. says, "Is this the right one?" Yeah, this is the right one. Like I have 122 year. things on this list, Ooh. so that that context needs to be there when you see the numbers compared <laughs> mm-hmm, to theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom, 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 Venom. Here we go. Uh, actually, did the same thing you guys did. Venom, I give two and a half stars, <laughs> and it is number 69 on my list. Um, it is just in front of Spider Man 3. And behind the one, the short Marvel one shot, the consultant, but the next movie would be New Mutants. So I will watch New Mutants. I will watch Amazing Spider Man 2 before I watch. I would Venom. rather watch Spider Man 3 than Venom. Um, Yeah, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, I have a little bit more fun with this because it's just weird. And mm. at least it's, it is a, a story. The other one is like multiple stories. Big Hero 6 is that far down? 
That's crazy. Again, it's 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 Eric. I'm I'm just <laughs> Venom. Let there be carnage. I give three stars because it is a tighter movie. Um, and three stars for me is just meh. It's just a meh movie. Like it's eh. eh. What do you have? Um, 126? 122? 122. Ah. Um, so it's in the middle of my thing. It's just meh. Mm-hmm. I'll watch X-Men easily before this. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I will watch this before Thor the Dark World. Ooh. So. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um, there's Blade. So Blade is I did do Blade actor. <laughs> ah, ah, both of you fuckers. <laughs> I could I was like, I know Fuck I like you both. Uh, They're ranked the right. same. So let's <laughs> let's find us. Let's find us. I have 122 things on this list. Um coming in at number 97 <laughs> is Morbius with one and a half stars. Wow. I will watch Howard the Duck. Oh yeah, I will watch Trial of the Incredible Hulk. I watch you'll, Blade Two that I don't like. You'll watch Blade Three. <laughs> I watch Blade Three. I watch both Ghost Riders before I will watch. You'll Morbius watch again. Japanese Spider Man. <laughs> I will, um, but I will watch this before I watch the anime Iron Man or the Warzone oh, the Stevenson Punisher. Punisher. Yep, I'll oh, I'll watch it before I watch, I watch X Men Origins Wolverine. Before Doctor Strange, oh Eric, I will watch it before Fantastic Four or Fantastic yeah, Four, same, same. and certainly in front of Electra. Electra is on uh, my list. Morbius <laughs> might be in front of that. So I like that man thing is still the end of your list. <laughs> what is that rating? Is that half star or is that zero? Did you um, like half? Nice. I gave it a half. Like I think that's the lowest you can give. Yeah, <laughs> with without not rating it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to pull back the curtain for just a moment. No, the worst, the worst. I I know you don't like it when I do this, Eric, but I'm going to do it because um, we're going to, I'm going to be going on vacation for a little bit. We're getting close to the holiday season, so we're going to record a couple episodes in advance. So news, if anything happens when we do this next set, this is why we're not going to cover it. We will just basically be covering the movies themselves. And so we will be doing... Next week, we'll be watching Spider-Man Far From Home and the short Peter's to-do list. Um, you can find Far From Home. Actually, I think you can now find Far From Home on Disney+. Plus. When I did this list, you could not. I yes. think it's on Disney+. Plus now. Yes, I believe so. So that will be the next one we will be doing. We will be Let recording. There Be Carnage just showed up on Hulu, by the way, because of FX. So for those of you with, with access. Yeah. So we will be um, doing this. I'm going to go on and just tell you what they are, mostly because if you want to try to do this like we're about to do it, we're going to watch all of these in one week, ladies and gentlemen. And hey, um, what should they do about uh, that Extra Life thing? I will mention Extra Life in just a second. Perfect. Um, but we're gonna, we are going to watch all of these in one week so we can record all of these um, this coming Ooh. up Saturday. But we're going to do Spider-Man Far From Home, Peter's To-Do List, Spider-Man No Way Home. The Miss Marvel TV series. I'm gonna at least I'm gonna watch the pilot episode of New of Inhumans. Will that be the new Man Thing? It's quite possible. Ah. Doctor Strange: <laughs> The Multiverse of Madness and Thor: Love and Thunder. 
So we'll be doing a lot. We will record these in advance and then we will dish them out once a one week like we normally do. So look forward to that. Um, what we will be doing also next Saturday, we'll be doing this little thing called Extra Life where mm -hmm. we will be raising money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals. I will be raising money very specifically for Boston Children's Hospital. John, where will you be raising money for? I'll be raising it for the Columbia Children's Hospital where my youngest son actually received services back in 2018. Awesome. Eric, where will you be raising money for? I actually still need to sign up, but I imagine I will be raising money for uh, somewhere in Virginia, D.C., Maryland, or maybe the Atlanta or um, your Georgia area. Awesome. You can um, find us on Extra Life. Um, if you look up the Not Funny Guys, also John will put the um, link yes. in the podcast description. You can write us if you would like it, Not Funny Guys notfunnyguys.offthereels at gmail.com you can find us on the Instagram at not underscore funny underscore guys underscore presents on the Twitter not funny guys pod blue sky the not funny guys you can find me on Twitter at bash underscore maxwell letterboxd you can find me at vash maxwell um, you can find me on blue sky as Casey Franklin Eric can be found on the letterbox as Eckley E-K-L-Y and you can find him on the Insta at hot honey underscore comics <laughs> If and if if you donate money to um to one oh, of no. us, um Eric will start posting some hot honey stuff all day on Saturday. Oh. For every for every <laughs> dollar he gets, um he will wow. post an amusing. Whoa, whoa, no, 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 no! I'm not that cheap. I don't, oh, okay. I don't go that. I every five dollars. Every five dollars, Eric himself will post something on hot honey underscore comics on Insta. John, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me over on Instagram at esoteric underscore by underscore design. You can find me over on Blue Sky at arching with a PhD. Find me at Letterbox at esoteric underscore Evans. Awesome. Well, thank you both gentlemen, and thank you all for listening, and happy Halloween, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> say not funny, guys, again. No. Not funny, guys, again. No, can you say not funny, guys?